Welcome back to the Happy Hippie Podcast. My name is Amanda McCormack. I am your host. I'm a registered yoga teacher, a personal trainer, and a nutrition coach, as well as a women's coaching specialist. This podcast is all about exploring areas in life that contribute to bringing us greater happiness. We talk about different things, whether it be mentally, physically, or spiritually, different mindsets, different wellness techniques, different fitness things to help bring happiness into your life. Now, this episode, I... I don't want to even use the word divine because that seems a little crazy, but it came, it came to me on the toilet and I literally was sitting there and I got hit with this idea because ever since I've been a kid, I do two things really weird and maybe other people do it too, but I truly have been doing it forever. Um, you know, when you like talk to yourself in the shower or like you talk to yourself in terms of, um, like faking an argument with somebody or like winning an argument in the shower, um, ever since I have any reflective surface. So anytime I look in a mirror, I like pretend I'm on a TV show and I've been doing it since I'm a kid. So I'll like do my makeup routine or I'll just talk to myself and I do it on the toilet too. Like you must think I'm crazy if you walk by the door. Like anytime I'm like just taking a pee, I'm like talking to myself or like I just pretend I'm like on an interview. I don't know. It's how I get through life. It's fun. Um, And I started talking to myself and I was like, wait a minute, about like a minute in, I was like, hold on, this spiel I'm going on right now is actually really cool and really interesting. And I feel like it, it could be a total podcast episode. So I literally rolled out of bed and just like went to use the bathroom and had this idea come to me and <laughs> I've never like gotten up so fast, um, got like dressed real quick and then took out a piece of paper. So I have a piece of ripped in half paper and I just started writing down what I remembered from what I was talking about, like topic points. Usually when I do a podcast, I type everything up in my notion notes and then I like go from it from there. And I like, I do a lot of it's all free balling, but I just keep the points in there. So I stay on topic, man. I wrote it down with a broken pen on a piece of paper, but this episode I feel like is really like it's formal but I'm confused how I got this structure because I literally was sitting there just talking to myself, but that happens sometimes. That's how it happens with journaling when you're just free writing and then all of a sudden you just start making sense or you're making points. And I feel like I just hit this point in the conversation. I was like, I have to stop talking to the wall right now. Like this is a really awesome conversation. So I just want to let you know a little insight, a little behind the scenes on how it came up with this episode. Oh, I didn't tell you the other thing I did when I was a kid that was really weird. I basically like when I talked to myself, I started laughing, thinking about it because I've been doing it forever. I was like, wait a minute. Maybe I was born to have a podcast because <laughs> I've been doing this forever. And the other thing I used to do, which it's out there, unfortunately, you can probably find it. I used to make YouTube videos all the time as a kid, like little clips. I basically would make TikToks and just upload them to different accounts in like 2008. So those are on the internet if you want to see. I don't have a name for this episode yet because like I said, I literally got up and I was like, I need to just start talking into this microphone. Um, the rough topic, I think we'll see what it is. If you're looking at the episode title, basically why holistic approach works or why everything is almost connected. Why as a personal trainer, I call myself a holistic hippie because I mean, I do it and I fully talk about holistic things and I feel like it scares people off sometimes because some people are like, all right, she crazy and they don't want to work with me or they don't want to like engage with my stuff. And I get it. Like everyone's doing their own thing, but I really believe the body and the mind are connected. And everything you do affects one thing or another. Like you can be, and I know this from personal experience and I'm going to share it in this episode, but you could be lifting and trying to hit your macros, yet you're not physically getting results or you're not feeling good. And there's other factors that come into play. There's a lot of things that are tied in. And I'm going to, I'm going to talk about it later because I feel like if I start talking now, I'm going to go into it. So basically what inspired this conversation was the fact that yesterday I, I pretty much prevented myself from having like an anxiety meltdown and 
I was a, I was avail like I was aware of why I was feeling that way because there were certain things that I've been doing every day whether it be food stuff, uh, vitamin stuff, ways I like to take care of myself, like my morning practices, things like that, that I didn't do. And I'm going to, I'm going to explain it. Um, and because I realized I didn't do those things, I was like, wow, this is just literally me being stressed out and really tired right now. And it's coming through in so many different ways because when I'm overtired and stressed out, like it, it affects everything. It really does. Like I, (laughs) I'm more like annoying to people like I just want to complain all the time when I find myself wanting to complain or I start taking it out on other people like or I want to take it out like somebody comes and they start telling me something and I'm just in a bad mood and I don't want to hear it like it has nothing to do with them I feel like the tools and things I've been doing I'm able to recognize it more easily now and usually I feel like when I was unaware of why I was feeling these things I would just lash out and I would just be annoyed and I would maybe like cry and like not saying that crying and doing these things are bad because sometimes it's good to like let the body just like be cathartic but I realized I didn't do a b c and d out of my routine and I was like oh my gosh this is literally why I'm feeling this way I'm I didn't eat these things my body's lacking in these I didn't have these vitamins and minerals in me I am missing two things in my wellness routine and I'm missing something that I didn't do in my literal like um like I'm just gonna say part of it part of it like I didn't meditate I didn't do my journaling that day either and I was like wow that's literally why I'm feeling this way and it made me just feel not crazy and then I gave myself time that evening to like put those things in my body whether it be literally food or whether it be like the mental food and I just like was revived and I just thought it was crazy how back in the day sometimes I'd be so unconscious that I wasn't doing these things or I was not planning ahead to have these things ready for me for that day because I know people are busy I'm not saying like you have to do all these things every day but like the reason I was really tired was because Friday through Sunday I basically was road tripping so I picked my sister up from school it was like a two-hour drive to get her and back and then Friday Saturday morning we got up and we drove upstate for a concert and I drove two hours there we were about 30 minutes away from the concert and um, there was traffic, so it took me like another hour to get to the concert and back. So basically it was like three hours both ways, six hours to come home. <laughs> and then it was just like a lot. And I wasn't eating the right way. I was kind of rushed for time for things. So I skipped my meditation and my journaling for two days and I never do that. And I wasn't eating food. I didn't have my vitamins and I bring my supplements. I didn't like give myself time for my practices. And I was like, wow, that's literally why I feel so horrible when I came home. And I mean, it's common sense. I was low on sleep on one of the days and I hate missing my sleep. I love sleep. And I feel like it's all about understanding how all these different things can affect you. Um, it, it can affect your exercise. It can affect tons of different things that go on in your life. And I just want to talk a little bit about it. I'm going to talk about the practices that I do towards the end of the episode, but I want to talk a little bit about the interconnectedness of it all, like why these things matter. Because I feel a lot of the time when we don't have the awareness, we're running on autopilot and some of the things I might talk about might be things that you do every day. And I just want to like bring awareness to it. And I'm also going to talk about how I figured out how to do these things. I'm going to give you resources on like what you can do to learn more about these things, how you can integrate them into your life and make it more personable for you. But yeah, that's basically how this episode came about. I just realized yesterday I didn't have a total breakdown because at one point I just had the awareness that I was like, oh, wow, I literally didn't do these five things. I'm missing this and this. I'm just going to take a few deep breaths. I'm going to finish what I'm doing because I couldn't like drop everything and go do those things at that moment. But then I gave myself the time to do it in the evening and it just like, it made me feel so much better. I felt like a new person and I was like, wow, I'm not crazy. 
these physical things going into my body literally make a difference and these mental things going into my body literally make a difference and I just felt like happy that I was able to realize that at that point because I've been working on it for like years I got into this stuff in maybe like 2018 so it's kind of cool to see like wow I'm at that point where everything's paying off so I if you've listened to my story in like other episodes without going into it too much Basically, since 2012, I've been working out. So 2012 to maybe 2016, which is like all of high school into my first year, a freshman year, I was very active and my food routine was horrible. And I thought I was doing good things for myself. I thought I was so healthy. My friends used to call me like the healthy one because I would like eat an apple and like almonds at lunch. And I'm like, that is not healthy. But like, you know, the perception of what health is or what fitness is, I was literally so far off from it in a way like yes my body looked a way that was perceived as like fit quote-unquote I was really skinny I have photos of me where you can like see the bones in my shoulders because I was not eating enough and I was being very active because in my mind I thought running and cardio was how I was gonna like look good and it was also coming from a place of like not I didn't like myself so that's why I was doing those things then when I moved into college I got into lifting and I also thought at that point I looked back and I was like wow oh my goodness like I was not healthy in high school but now I'm healthy but what I was doing was I was eating my macros so I was trying to eat my macros and I was eating tons of food to get there and I would like (laughs) pretty much like gorge myself at night because I needed to have like um my macros in so I'd be eating like tons of calories at night to fit it in and I was doing it again from a place of secretly not liking myself because I felt like scared almost if I didn't eat that much and perform the amount of weightlifting I was doing that I would like lose the muscle I had on my arms and my legs and like that would be it like so it was coming from a place of body image issues right And I was causing myself pain with my fitness routines and all that stuff from like my own mindset. So the mindset that I had back then really did affect in two totally different ways. Like, like I said, I was going one way and then a few years later going the other way. And when I was doing the second way, I thought that when I was in high school, I was like, damn, what? I was crazy back then. Like, what was I doing? And it was literally the same exact, like almost pattern that I had in my mind that was affecting both of those things, but I couldn't recognize. I'll go a little bit more into the mindset part of what I was just saying in a little bit, but talking about about my perception of health and fitness, I thought I was like peak fitness. Everybody would even reinforce it. I went, I went to the gym all the time. I did eat pretty well is what I would say. Like I looked at my foods in certain ways, but I was mostly focusing on just macros. I wasn't focusing on the quality of the food I was putting in my body, if it was really processed or not, tons of things like that. Wasn't looking at it. I was just focusing on the things that I can put into my body to make myself look good basically is like what it was coming from and even if I wasn't thinking of it in the moment it was all subconscious but I want to talk about the fitness industry nowadays Uh, there's like different sects of it I'd say but like I'm just going to point it out like let's say like the Gymshark athlete type people if you follow any of those people on Instagram they're always pushing like intense supplements on you or talking about just like lifting really heavy and getting their macros in and I'm not against it man I'm just going to talk a little bit about the idea that I thought at like 19, like that was health. So I would be like drinking two or three protein shakes a day. Um, I'd be lifting really heavy, but I wasn't focusing on any of the like real recovery assets. Like, yeah, I would stretch after my workout, like recovery or I would foam roll a little bit, you know, but I wouldn't take care of myself like in any other way. And I was taking pre-workout and creatine and protein and they're not bad for you per se but some brands don't make great quality supplements and it's hard to find the information on how to be educated about that 
I've got it through a lot of my trainings, but I also life advice and just looking at the nutrition labels and things like that. But I wasn't looking at that when I was 19. So I would, again, I was still coming from that place where I didn't like myself. So my mindset was crazy. I was only eating foods to like keep my muscle on and the supplements I was consuming were like full of like chemicals and like bad stuff for you. So I per se wasn't healthy. And there was things that came about like that's when I actually got eczema. Like I never had eczema until I was 19, which it does stay dormant in you apparently, but it can be triggered by stress. And I was so stressed at that time and I wasn't like taking care of my stress. Like I wasn't sleeping the right way. I had like no sleep routine. I would go lift at night. Um, I liked it though because I had like social anxiety. So the gym was like empty at like 11 p.m. because it was open to midnight so I would go at like 10 30 at night and I loved it mainly that was because when I was in college um we had two different gyms we had a weight room and a cardio room and the weight room like it was all men and like I was I worked through it but like I was so nervous at first and like I didn't like any of the guys that were in there like they all freaked me out and <laughs> so I would work out at night because nobody would be there but it would mess up my sleep routine and to be honest my recovery got messed up like I feel like my hormones got messed up. I was breaking out a lot. I was breaking out a lot from consuming a lot of the heavy whey protein powders I was consuming. Like there were a lot of health issues coming from this. But at the same time, I looked really good in my gym shower clothes and all my friends were like, oh, Amanda's so fit. Like she goes to the gym all the time. But like, like I said, like I wasn't taking care of other areas of my life. Stress management, my sleep, the correct supplements, nutrition in terms of like my vitamins my minerals my quality that wasn't being added in I didn't have a meditation practice or anything to deal with stress I had so many panic attacks I actually don't have panic attacks anymore I probably I think maybe within the past year because I had like a lot of traveling and things like that going on I might have had like an almost panic attack I used to get panic attacks all the time when I was 19 and I couldn't breathe it was like terrifying and I used to get them constantly like like two times a month I don't even know and the guy I was dating at the time like didn't help like I would get panic attacks all the time with him and in my head I thought like that's what it was supposed to be like like so I'm saying like all of this stuff I was very unconscious of it but I thought I was very healthy so in 2019 is when I got my NASA personal training certificate for the first time and yes I was definitely educated they do teach you things in the book that I would say are a little holistic in terms of like taking care of your water intake and making sure you get enough sleep and they, they mention stress. So like, make sure they're de-stressed. Like, that's it. They don't go into it anymore. They're just like, make sure your client's like de-stressed, like drinking water. She's sleeping well and you'll be good to go. Then give them this type of programming and work with this and this. And they don't really go too deep into it. And when I actually got my women's training specialist from Girls Gone Strong is when they, well, I mean, I knew about this stuff before I got that, um, certificate but I just loved how the textbook truly went into all these different alleyways of life and how that literally does affect you in the gym like if somebody's working a really stressed out job and they're not sleeping and you give them a workout program like they're probably not going to get results because they're dealing with so much stress like you have to work on ways or guide them at least to the right people places things to help them with that stress or open up the light like that's open up the window <laughs> and give them shine some light on hey maybe th these things here in your life are actually affecting your results in the gym and you're getting very frustrated about your workouts or you're actually overstressing yourself because you're lifting heavy weights all the time but your body's not even recovering from the other type of stress that you're putting in into it so even when i was building my brand i launched my website with the name happy hippie fitness in 2020 and that was my original name and the reason i incorporated that name in there was because I was looking around for different names and different things I could call my business and I just always knew I didn't want to just do 
workout programs. I knew there was more to it. I knew there was other things, other factors that influenced you in your life that affect your workouts, that affect your happiness, all this stuff. So I ended up calling it Happy Hippie Fitness because I knew there was something in me that knew like I can do more with this. Like I can't, I'm not like, I just wanted to start the business and be like, I'm going to do personal training, but I knew there was more to it. And that's why I picked that name. I also kind of did it in a way that like, I don't know. Some of the things I would talk about in conversations with people, I got through it. I feel like some of it might have been like some limiting belief stuff with me. But I always felt like I was being judged back then when I would talk about certain things because nobody wanted to hear it. They only wanted to hear about like weights and stuff like that. And I'm like, there's more to it. And I would talk about like meditation or maybe even like I dabble in a little bit of like the word law of attraction and they would like freak out. And then I'd be like, okay, sorry, that's my hippie stuff. So I kind of called it that because I feel like I was just so used to almost putting a disclaimer on the things I wanted to talk about and joking around and being like, oh, my hippie stuff. And I kind of like took it back to like own it. Like, yeah, happy hippie or happy holistic hippie. Like there's stuff to it. I don't think I actually truly understood what the word um, holistic meant for the longest time. Um, When I was younger, I would see it and I just, I don't know what I thought it was. I literally think I had a stigma against him when I was like a teenager. Like I really didn't understand the word. And I just thought maybe like, literally I was like, that's like a hippie thing. Like, I don't know what that is. Um, so I'm just going to give you two definitions of the word holistic so you can understand what it means. It basically just means like interconnected, like everything's connected. There's You can't just go one way without dealing with other stuff. But real definitions say holistic means relating to or concerned with the holes or with the complete system rather than just the analysis of or the treatment of or the dissection of parts. So some people say the word holistic, like they'll spell it W H and then say holistic um, because it just means like looking at things as a whole, not just looking at one little area, but looking at other things that could be affecting it. So a comparison example, I'm going to talk about doctors. I love doctors, but I'm just saying an example would be like a regular practitioner doctor. They're going to give you a treatment for something. But if you go to a holistic doctor or holistic in that sect, I guess they will look at the things around it that caused it or look at other things instead of just being like, here's your medicine, here's your here's your answer. Here's how you can fix it now. Some people like to do the example of like putting a bandaid on something instead of looking at what caused that issue. Like, okay, here you go. We're just going to cover it up instead of covering it up being like, Hey, what caused that? Or like, can we go a little deeper? Um, so that's kind of what it is in terms of looking at it in your fitness as looking at it in your health and your mindset is looking at all the different alleyways, your mental, your physical, your spiritual, your social actually comes into it too. Like how you socialize with people, your environment that you're in and then like your fitness and physical. So again, my whole thing with calling my business what it was and growing with my business over the years and growing with fitness and not just giving you a workout program, but learning more about other things was, yeah, I could tell you to eat certain macros or I could tell you to work out. But besides just adding in more, it's the place you're coming from. The example I gave in the beginning of the episode, remember I was telling you, I was like, yeah, I was eating the right things. I was moving my body like the right way, but I was doing it because I didn't like myself. And that way, it was unenjoyable for me. Like I kind of hated, I didn't hate working out, but I looked at it as more of the punishment mindset, more of restriction mindset. And it's kind of normal these days to have that mindset because it's been put into us through society and through being passed down from generation to generation. And it's okay to have that, but it's cool to be able to work through it. You just feel so much better when you're doing things from a place of love and using love as that big term, like doing things from a place of enjoyment. And you can get there and it takes time. I literally am telling you, I used to do all this stuff out of literal hate. Like I did not like myself. I didn't know 
I wasn't working, walking around every day being like, I do not like how I look and I'm going to go like do these things. But I was, I was just doing it like in a masked way. It was very subconscious, but again, doing things from the place of love, doing things from a place of enjoyment, like putting yourself out there and putting that love of life into everything. It just makes you so much happier and you just feel more fulfilled with even like mundane things in life. And you can get there. Like I am doing it at this point pretty much, but it took me a while, but like I'm able to do it. I'm able to view things from that place of enjoyment because I have worked on my mindset. I have worked on integrating things in my life and yeah, I'm still learning things. I'm not trying to talk from like a pedestal or anything like I go through things like every day like every other person but I'm more happier than I have been in so many different areas because I've improved my mindset I've improved what I'm putting in my brain I've improved what I'm putting into my body I'm doing things because I'm putting these things into my body the things that I put out in the world and the things I go to do I'm just enjoying them more there's good stuff going in and there's good stuff coming out so I can like confidently say like these days I eat to feel my body I work out to move my body and feel happier and I'm doing it from a place of enjoyment and that's what I want to share with everybody like that's why I started this podcast that's why I try to share information online that's why I do my coaching I just try my hardest to like bring it to other people because I've been on both sides of the scale like I've been all over the place with everything I talk about like I didn't know anything I'm gonna say like I said 2018 is when I started my mindset journey um And I started to get more into fitness as well. But that's when I started to pick up my first books, okay? Books, man, they're literally like a therapist. Um, They fall in the same category. I literally would put them in a similar category. I know it's not the same as talking to somebody one-on-one, but I want to talk a little bit about books um, and how they really help and how it can kickstart your journey. I'm going to tell you what book kickstarted mine. I'm going to tell you a little bit about all of that. I believe I might have talked about this in my first episode, but there was one book and I actually like can't remember much of what was in it. I know I did a whole presentation in school on the book because that's how much it like changed stuff for me. Um, you Are a Badass, I think is what it was called by Jen Sincero. And I got that book and it just is like a pipeline to start reading and learning about all these other topics because in the back of the book, she has a section where she recommends other books on different topics that she mentions if you want to go deeper. And that's where like the rabbit hole started for me. Okay. I got that book and then I got the four agreements, which I will never shut up about. That's the best book ever. It's like 120 pages, four really great mindset rules. And I reread it like I read it twice a year at this point. It's so good. Um, I got that book from the back of the, you are a badass book. Um, I got into law of attraction and understanding energy and all of that from that book as well, because she gave, um, Esther Hicks and Abraham uh, asking it is given. I read that book. Um, from this book um, they have so many different things like Jay Shetty's in the back of the book I think there's like Deepak Chopra like so many good authors if you're looking for like a good index is in the back of that book and I would recommend that book because she speaks in what I needed to hear at that time language like the language she was talking about in that book I was very receptive to it when I was in that place where one I didn't like any of this stuff I didn't believe in self-development or any of that I didn't understand subconscious I didn't understand any of that um I I don't know I just feel like the way that she spoke in that book really grabbed somebody who is not into this stuff like if I was reading it now I don't know if maybe it would resonate as much as it would back then but it really spoke to me and I feel like I was supposed to read that book because it just sent me down this pipeline and I started reading all those other books that I mentioned I really got into like the metaphysical books first 
um, not books, but like from that book, I actually got into like crystals and really learning about like law of attraction and all of that stuff. Cause it was fun. It was new. I was like, what is this? So I started going off into that. And then I would also read a little bit more about mindset and subconscious and all of that. But first I had to get through all like the fun stuff to me, which was like magic rocks <laughs> and manifestation. So I got into those topics, which that's not what it is. I'm just joking around, but like that was what appealed to me. And I started reading a lot of those types of books. And then I started reading a little bit more in mindset. And to this day, I literally categorize the type of books that I read. I only read like two types of books, truly. I read literally fantasy books, like like fairies and like the full magical world and like myths, like that genre. If you're a Court of Thorns and Roses fan, hit me up. I'm not done with the book, so don't spoil it, but hit me up because I'd love to talk a little bit about it. I'm on book four. Um, and like myths, like any Greek myth type fantasy book, that's my genre. So it's like extreme delusional fantasy books. And then the other type of books I read are like quantum physics. Like there's no in between. It's like really fiction or really like nonfiction, like physics and like mindset and how the brain works and all of that, like psychology. I was reading books about marriage in this time period, which this is just a quick little sentence that kind of strays away from the topic of the episode because marriage books are so cool to read. They teach you how to communicate and I use it in business. So I read so many books on how to communicate with like your literal spouse when I was like 20 and it taught me how to speak to people like when I was working in the gym and how to converse with like my boss and how to like look at problems from like a third point of view and not blame other people. So really do recommend reading marriage books because they really do help you. Um, I actually have, no, this, this sounds weird. And like, they're in my shelf and like, I feel like people would come into my room and be like, what, um, why are you reading those? But I have an Amazon, um, storefront. I can like link in my description below. I'm really not plugging it. I just want you to see some of the books I've read because I do have some of those marriage books in there. They're just so interesting. They just teach you how to communicate with people and like learn how to not like blame other people for your stuff. Like I think that was really valuable for me to read around 20 years old because I was able to use it in my business, in my everyday interactions with people. Like I lived in a community which is like really I lived in like three communities, but the Hawaiian community that I was in was like six to seven months I was in it, living with people on top of them all the time and I feel like those skills were definitely needed. So that was a little sidetrack. I just wanted to mention that because I think it's so good. It really is. And people always like laugh at me when I say it, but I'm like, I am being dead ass. I cannot lie. Like, this is true. Like, get your mitts on it. So this week, I want you to like go get a book. I I recommend getting a book in this topic. If it's something you've never read before, like the type of um, like self-help, transformation, that type of genre, just go get one book. It could be You Are a Badass if you want it to be. I, again, I think that's a great starting book. It just took me down so many different things. Um, I can do a whole episode on books that I recommend. I can list like 10 books that are life-changing right now um, or do maybe like two episodes and talk about five of them in depth. Let me know. I have so many book recommendations. I wish this was a video. I can go show you my bookcase. It's it's concerning. I have like six shelves of stuff. Um but I want to say Hay House is a really good publishing company. If you go to hayhouse.com, you can look at tons of books like in this topic. It's pretty much most of what they publish is like self-help, transformation, mindset. And then they also have like all the Delulu stuff. They have got like crystals and like tarot cards and all of that. But then they also have like Joe Dispenza and like literal stuff about the brain. So you can find a lot on that website or use it as an excuse to go get a coffee and go to Barnes and Noble and do like that's like the best day when you get a coffee and you just go sit and look at books in that section. Go get a book this week. I swear that is what that is what has propelled me so far into like 
feeling the way I feel about everything now is just reading so many books and taking in so many things. And the reason I like these types of books, I'm going to explain it in a second because it's a little different than just reading a book like a fantasy book. I said books are like therapy and they really are because a lot of these self-help and the thing also, there's like a stigma around it, I feel too, just like with therapy, sometimes people don't want to be buying a self-help book because they're like, I don't need help. They're interesting. It's just like a topic, you know, it's like a big branch of a topic. Like there's cool stuff in there. Not every book is like, you're broken. Here's how to fix it. It's like cool information that I feel like would benefit everybody. And like, I still read the books, like topics that I think I've ascended. I don't know. That's a really weird word to use. I just mean like, I've like climbed the stairs on it a little bit. Like I'm still on the staircase climbing. I'll get more books on it because I think it's so interesting. But I wanted to say that they are like therapy in a way because a lot of them have actionable things to do. And when you think about school, like remember homework? I feel like reading these types of books, they almost give you homework because you can read it from cover to cover and just be like, okay, and you can take in some topics, but a lot of the time they'll give you like different ways to integrate or like different practices to try in your life that are going to help you actually like make changes. And you're not going to make those changes unless you like try the exercises they give you. I feel like every book I've read from this genre, they always tell you things to do because yeah, you can just take it in with your mind and your eyes. But when you actually like try it, that's when the think about school. I, I mean, as a kid, I hated school and I hated homework, but I feel like these books, like there's a reason that they make the academic system the way they make it. Like you go to school and you practice doing things. So like you learn handwriting by literally writing it out. And that's what like these books are. It's like you have to do the thing to get it in your mind. The way that the human brain works, it retains information in a certain way. And a lot of the time when you physically do it, whether it be writing, moving your body or going to do something, you're going to retain it more. So that's why like school worked for us as a kid. Well, I mean, like, you know, enough <laughs> and like the different things that we learned and how to retain information. There's a reason why we do it or you have homework like homework sucked. But like when you would go home and do the homework, it stays in your brain more than it would. You just learning about it for 30 minutes in a classroom setting like you're taking it in when you're writing a paper, when you're doing a worksheet or something like that. And a lot of these books have similar things. I'm not pitching it like they're school books. They're not. They're fun to read. They're so interesting. And they'd be like exercise for the week try this one thing like you know it's not like a crazy homework thing but just go get one of those books this week I really want you to personalize this episode and personalize what you're taking in into what really speaks to you so go find a book in that umbrella section and find a topic that like you're interested in and don't judge it if something stands out to you like just pick it up like trust your intuition trust yourself for picking out that book and just go get a book and read it I don't know if this episode had a lot of structure or not I truly that was the order of operations it was coming in through me and how I had to get it out um I did want to mention the books because I feel like the books are when I think back on my journey the first thing that kind of steered me off a different path was getting a book and just kind of like exploring more things from it so I really do think they are very impactful and they can help you explore something that you might be interested in and that can help you in this area so that could be your homework this week <laughs> um the happy hippie homework they can trademark that at some point committing to finding a way to just better your mindset whether it be through a book or maybe something else um I'm going to talk about the things in the beginning of the episode when I said I was able to realize that Oh, I was lacking the things I usually have in my routine. I'm going to mention them in this episode too, to kind of end the episode. So we'll do a full circle moment and I'll tell you the things that really have helped me that are almost my staples at this moment in life. I can also do an episode like 
please reach out to me. Like I love getting DMs. My Instagram is happy holistic hippie. If any of these topics you want to know more about, cause this is just almost like an umbrella. Like I'm skimming the surface in this episode, talking about the awareness, talking about some things that you can integrate into your life to help you find that balance, find the wholeness and everything. But I can do an episode on macros Um, talking about the three food groups and how important they are because one of the things I'm going to mention is like I wasn't getting one I didn't get a lot of one of those macros in the day that I wasn't feeling good and I'm like that's why my body was like letting me know but I can talk about those macros I can talk a little bit about getting the vitamins in I can talk about my journaling um, my meditation sleep things I can talk a little bit about I don't know any of the topics I'm going to mention which just kind of spoiled some of them right there but if they appeal to you just let me know DM me be like girl go into this. I really want to know more about it. And I will, because I love to talk to myself. I'll probably go into it on the toilet and then I'll come on the mic. So let me know, but I'm going to tell you the things that I feel are really an important part of my day. And it doesn't matter what time you get them in, but getting them in physically makes me feel better, which makes my brain feel better, which means I'm nicer to people, which means I'm not as miserable, which means I'm good. I can go work out. I can feel good. And it's just a big circle of goodness.
meditation physically makes me feel lighter in terms of like I feel less stressed if there's something bothering me from the moment I wake up I feel like I can almost like transmute it through the meditation it helps me get my head on my shoulders and know what I want to do for the day and remind myself of who I am because the guided meditations that I do I really like the Joe Dispenza one in that meditation he takes you through looking through your future self, like your higher self, like who you want to be. So first thing in the morning, I'm sitting there and I'm remembering like who I want to be, like what I want to bring to this world. And it really sets the tone for the day because afterwards he goes into, all right, now talk, think about the steps that you want to take today that can like bring you to that. And it reminds me like with my to-do list, like how I can take the steps to be the person I want to be, the person that, the things that I love, my passions, my like, not like mission, but the things I want to bring into this world how can I do them today? Like on a smaller scale. And then there's also a section at the end where it talks about, he's like, okay, now what things are you not going to do that are going to bring you back to that like old self? And it reminds me, I'm not going to do these habits. I'm not going to step this way. I'm not going to do that. And then you begin your day and it's already in me. And it's like, it comes almost like second nature at this point. Cause like, you know, some of the things I repeat every day, but I really am able to get through my days, like feeling better. I can share that meditation too, if you're interested. Um, but feeling better, knowing what I want, where I'm going, what I'm not going to do. And it just reminds me and almost like reinforces it every single day. So when I don't do those two things, which take like less than 30 minutes in the morning it sometimes takes 15 minutes if I do a quicker one I feel just so much more frazzled a lot more stressed out I forget why I'm doing things I fall back into my old habits but reminding myself first thing in the morning every day really does have a big impact like it truly does Next up, food-wise, I literally wasn't eating enough food. I was not eating enough and my energy was so low. And when your energy is low, you can take it out on people. You can I just I wasn't taking it out on anybody I promise I keep saying that but like I feel like I was just a lot more irritable with my sister because that's who I was with this weekend and I found that like when I'm hungry which this is we know this like when you're hungry you can get a little more frustrated things like that I just felt my energy was really low and I was like sitting in traffic a lot and it was just agitating me a bit more and I literally had like okay I can't lie Saturday I had like no protein in me I ended up getting protein in me that night but that day I had like no protein in my body um and I definitely did not eat a lot of food to fuel myself because I was running around so the thing I could have done was prepare food like have some snacks and stuff in the car around those areas to kind of keep me like balanced which is what I did Sunday but I didn't do it Saturday because I was like rushing around and it literally had such an impact on me so sometimes just knowing these things like learning from it like next time which I did the next day I go on a trip just make sure I have some things to keep my blood sugar up some things that are going to help me keep my protein up so I feel satisfied and not hungry and want to like attack somebody lastly it was sleep and hydration um well my vitamins too I didn't bring my supplements with me because I was like oh it's just gonna be one day basically not having it and then I was rushing that day of and I didn't take them and not saying the supplements are like a game changer but I truly am like I'm like iron deficient and it affects my energy level so I didn't take my iron and then I wasn't eating protein or things that had iron in it so again like if you don't take your supplements like I did did an episode the last episode I did was talking about supplementation and how you can get it out of natural foods you don't have to like go buy pills and powders but they can help you out sometimes but again I wasn't it didn't matter if I was not taking the pills because I was not eating anything good like I you know what I'm saying and it made me feel bad like I was putting I like nothing in me I had like a few handfuls of like candy to be honest and like didn't feel great and I'm like let me think why (laughs) but sleep and water 
me and my sister thought that there was going to be like a water fountain. There was like no water fountain at this hotel, man. We were driving around. I was at a concert. I was so dehydrated and it just like really drains you. <laughs> and then um, sleep. I actually let us sleep in. We were up late because we it took us like two hours to exit the concert. There was so much traffic and all of that. Like all these things added up. But I just know that when I have these things in me, I feel so much better. Like my my physical like I was just so irritable like I had a great time I was not like in a bad mood but I just noticed like every now and then I'd have a little anxiety or I'd be a little irritable and it was like I'm not giving myself my body the nutrition it needs and the your body converts the food into things in your body like it sends stuff up to your brain it creates hormones it uses it in your blood system like everything is affected by what you eat and I wasn't eating enough food I wasn't eating great food I wasn't getting my water in I wasn't resting <laughs> there's like my, my mental practice wasn't there and it's just crazy that like sometimes I'm doing it and I'm feeling good like every day and I am annoyed that I have to like put aside 10 minutes in the morning to like do my meditation or like I'm like oh okay I guess I have to make some protein in this meal and it feels like maybe I'm going out of my way for like an extra minute or two to like do that but noticing this weekend it was just a really nice reminder that yeah these things are important and they really do make a difference like I physically and mentally and emotionally like need these things like giving myself proper fuel and like giving myself these things really do affect my everyday and again they affect my interactions with people they affect my workouts they affect how I feel like just driving in a car so just a little reminder these things are important a quote that I would like to end this episode with is something that I think this quote stays with me all the time and I love it because it really does remind me to like keep doing the small things but the day that you plant the seed is not the day that you're gonna reap the plant is it reap the plant I don't remember harvest reap the harvest I want to re-record that but I feel like it was more genuine in the weird way I just said it but take that small action this week whether it's buying a book or just taking one step like I'm not going to forget my vitamins this week or I'm going to try and just get my protein in this week just take one of the things I spoke about and just do it because like I said the small things that you do they add up to big results they add up to big things like me doing these small things day by day by day it feels like no and not no time has passed but it feels like that is how I am who I am now is doing all these small things over the years over the days over the months and it just adds up so just remembering that not getting discouraged that big things don't come overnight or some crazy change isn't going to happen but when you do these small things it adds up like I remember a time where I thought med uh, meditation and journaling like I hated journaling but now it just comes so easy to me to do it and it literally affects my day to day so again I think that's it for me <laughs> I will cut it here um thank you so much for tuning into this episode and listening to my bathroom brain because that's where this whole topic developed from i'm gonna hold y'all into getting that new book this week if you do tag me in your story like post a photo or you can just like dm it to me i want to see what book you pick up you can check out hay house's website they have a really good selection hit that barnes and noble just get that book you don't even have to read it now just get yourself to get the book that's the small step that's the little seed you're gonna plant just get the book that calls out to you the most this week and let me know what that book is so thank you so, so much for tuning in this week. Let me know your thoughts again. I'll end with my Instagram. It's happy, holistic, hippie, one big word over on Instagram. And thank you, thank you, thank you. I hope you have an amazing day and I will see you next week.